Welcome back, everybody. It's another episode of Touch by Horse. I'm your co-host, Chris Angel, here with your host today, Casey Woodluff. Hi, Casey. Hi, how are you? I'm great. Thanks for being here. Thanks for talking about your important work in the world. Uh, of yeah, so that being said, first of all, where are you in the world? Uh, Central Nebraska, Broken Bow, right in the middle of the United States. Right in the middle. Nebraska, the whole nine yards. Yeah, perfect. Okay, good. And, and for everybody listening, what, uh, what do you do? What is your, what's your background? Um, so I come from a dairy farm in Wisconsin, um, and I really found out that I liked horses and that horses um, really helped people. And so I, I wanted to get into the cowboy world. So I moved to Nebraska and rode pens and worked on ranches and whatnot and really fell in love with the horses through that. And um, so then I decided to try to find a way to help people with the horses. And that's how I came upon the program that I'm certified through. Uh, the Touch by Horse program, yeah? Yes. What, yeah, how did so, you find Touch by Horse? Because that's like, uh, you know, from riding to you partnering with horses for gestalt coaching is a, you know, it's a different thing. How did you find Touch by Horse? Right. So um, I searched like horse human healing and I found Melissa Pierce that has the Touch by a Horse out in Colorado. And um, I just read up on her program and I read up on some other programs and I just really liked the depth that she went into and the two-year program that she puts you through your own stuff or your own crap and then heal through that and you learn how to help other people heal so I picked her program because it was so intense I just really liked what she was teaching what before you did that search what it sounds like you were already sort of thinking about horse and human healing stuff what how what were you thinking about for healing things um so I've been an EMT for 17 years and I thought, you know, we see a lot of crap in the field. Um, firefighters, EMTs, dispatchers, police officers, um, service off, obviously men and women. Um, and I thought, you know, if I could get these people that have never been on a horse or never been around a horse to understand that horses are non-judgmental, um, they listen. Like us people, we talk too much sometimes. So we don't feel heard um, as a population, we don't feel heard. So with horses, if I, if I could get them around the horses, then I knew that they would be able to let their guard down and feel comfortable enough to say however it was they felt and not be judged for it. Yeah. It seems I, every time I'm around some type of a first responder or even a caretaker personality, there's a lot of um, having it all together, like being put together and not letting the guard down, if you will, like, um, on high yeah. alert, maybe just always ready to serve. Yes. Oh, there's a lot of pride with being yeah. the one who can help other people. And so generally we think, well, it's my job to help other people. I don't need somebody else to help me. Right, right, right. What was that like for you? You said you were an EMT for 17 years. Like what did you always yeah, have it so, put together and how did you start to open up? So we always look like we have it put together. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's what, that's what we do. We stay calm in the storm. Right. Um, we always have the answers. We, we rescue people. Um, mm -hmm. So for me, I guess it was that it, it just started being accumulative. Um, I didn't have any one incident like a suicide or a, a relative or something, but it just accumulates um, after you CPR on so many people that are 12 to 20 years old that shouldn't be dying mm. um, or somebody that you know um, that you also work on that makes it hard. So when that stuff all accumulates, plus the stress on the department, you know, personalities that get along and don't and all the physical issues. And now the coronavirus mm -hmm. has just caused 
mass chaos with our, our ambulance and fire department and it's caused people to turn against each other because we mm. don't, we've never done this before. Mm. So I feel like um, the, the best place that I've found for the people on our department to go is out here with the horses. Um, they just, they come out into nature and they get away from all the people and the chaos and the virus and right, right. out and breathe the air, fresh air. And the horses are always in the moment. They're, they're not worried about what happened yesterday. They're not worried about the coronavirus tomorrow. Um, and it's really refreshing to just be around them and breathe, yeah. take, take a breath. That's the biggest thing I learned through this program is just to stop and breathe because we don't do that very often in the emergency services. What was, that's, I mean, when you say it that way, it sounds so obvious, like, yeah, just stop and breathe. But I would imagine it's an experiential thing. Like, once you actually experience the stopping and the breathing and the being in the presence of a horse and a, and dealing with your stuff, that's a different experience than just intellectually knowing, oh yeah, I'm supposed to stop and breathe. Like Right. So yeah. when we're in a hurry, when which is what we do as caretakers or emergency service providers, we don't have time to think about taking care of ourselves. We don't have time to be like, mm -hmm. oh, by the way, you haven't ate today, or oh, by the way, you're daughter or son is doing bad in school because you haven't been around mm. or they have something going on that we don't know about. So it's really easy to avoid that stuff as a caretaker because it's your job to take care of somebody else or, or take care of whatever the world calls you to take care of. So yeah. at that point that you actually stop and slow down, then you realize that, oh, there might be something going on that I thought I was fine. I mean, that's my mm. job. Fine, mm. right? Right. So, so it really makes a difference if you can just try it once mm -hmm. and it slows you down and, and it, it changes everything. What I know that, um, you know, we can go back through any of the, the episodes we've done in this show where there's a lot of deep work that happens. The, the, the certification program you took with Melissa and Touched by Horse was two years. Like what, what, do you, what do you or other caretakers find when you start to take, when, when you start to pause and work through this process with the horse? Um, the best way I can say it, I've had clients this year, I've probably had four or five of them say in the last couple months um, that this has done more for them than counseling has ever done. Hmm. You know, I went through 10 years of counseling through my divorce or my drug addicted daughter or son or whatever it is that they're dealing with. And they say it, I mean, it, it was still there and it, it's nothing against counselors. It's just that these horses listen right. um, as a life coach. We're taught to listen like the horse does. So it's, it really helps to get that stuff out. And then they find that they feel so much better even after one session. I mean, an hour or two hours is all it takes for one session. And they're like, wow, I feel so much lighter. Um, I, I feel like all the burden has lightened up a little bit and I can, yeah can go help somebody now so for me yeah. that is my passion is helping the people that are helping everybody else because mm -hmm. you can't give what you don't have yeah. so you've got to refill your i don't know your cup i guess you got to refill it in order to give it to somebody else i think too um especially for caretakers um whether it's parents or first responders things like that where um you're constantly you're never out of the situation, right? Like, like you said, accumulate, it accumulates over time because, because the, the, the crisis or the things you're taking care of keep coming. It's not like they stop. So to have some type of a, uh, a routine 
I would think would be super helpful to just keep coming back to clear so I can right. go back, I can go back and be more effective. Right. Like even just once a month, I mean, for one yeah. hour, once a month that it doesn't take that long. Um, right. Right. And it, it could make a world of difference in your kids, your relationships, yeah. your own life, um, right. your spiritual health. It, it could make a huge difference. It's, uh, you know, it's interesting. I think about, um, uh, they, there are the different, um, spas now like massage places that have like monthly memberships and you can pay a monthly fee and come out for a massage and but mm -hmm. i think a lot of times um you know massages can feel good in the moment but there isn't always exactly the um the uh clearing that happens right like to to get back to center to get back to a clear perspective when you've accumulated a lot of crap over the course of a month for example uh, that's much, that's a much different experience of who you're being in the moment and moving forward in life than just having a massage, you know? Right. So I find as a caretaker, when I go get a massage, all that shit goes through my head. So I gotta do that. I gotta do that. Right. And I gotta do this when I get done. And so you never really get a break. I mean, your right. muscles and your body might get a break, but your mind doesn't get a break. And yeah. With the horses, your mind gets a break. The horses are yeah. known for taking that shit off of your shoulders yeah. and off of your head and getting rid of it. They'll literally, yeah. you'll see them do what we call yawning or leeching, and they'll literally get rid of all that yeah. negative stuff that you are carrying that, that right. you might not even know you're carrying. Right, 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 right. Yeah, I was going to ask, like, what are, um, it's not like, you have to be, if you're a caretaker, you have to be in a certain spot in life where you're willing to reach out and, um, and clear that stuff away uh, because because at some point in, until that point you're you just have it all put together and you're like I'll handle it I'll figure it out I've got this and then it's what's what have you seen as sort of that tipping point where people are like okay look I could use some help so it's when it starts to affect your life so when you're not sleeping well you're not eating well you're having nightmares you're having problems with your relationship you're having problems with your kids um, problems at your job. So when it's affecting your life, that's definitely a warning sign that, that people need to come and figure out what's underneath there. I mean, we all think we're fine and we can handle it and we are, but we can do so much better and we can help others so much more if we right. take care of ourselves first. One of the things that, as you said, that popped in my head was, um, and this is what I love about the Gestalt work is, um, there's a lot of pride in um, having it put together, like being put together and taking care of people. Like um, a lot of people can't do that. And, and that you get to go out and work with a horse to find your own answers. Um, feel, I don't know, just, just something about feels good to me. Like I'm, somebody's not talking down to me and telling me I have problems and I should talk through my feelings. There's this just honoring me for who I am as a person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Definitely. Does that make sense when I say that? And that's why people like this a little more than counseling. I mean, right. obviously the horses are an added benefit, but right. the reason it, it makes you feel so much better is we're not judging you. We're not going to tell you what to do. We're not going to tell you right. um, stop being a caretaker or stop being on the department or don't, don't get off the department because you're burnt out or yeah, right, right. not going to tell right. you, you know, right. it's your fault. It's, we're seriously here to listen and the horses do really cool things like they will call you out so that's what i really like about using them because mm. they will if someone says oh i don't really want to do a but i want to do b mm. sometimes 
my horse will hang out on the B side and be like, I hate A. You really suck at A, but you really <laughs> feel good at B. So yeah. it's really cool to see them, um, to just watch the horse. And so when clients come here, I'm like, so what is my horse telling you? And they're like, well, I don't know. He likes it better on side B. Maybe you feel better. See, they don't understand what we're saying. They don't understand the words, but they understand how we feel. And yeah. even though we get in our heads and we try to bluff ourselves, our horse mm -hmm. or like whatever, I don't know, I don't understand any of this in your head stuff, but when you're in your heart, then I get you. And so they're gonna respond right. way better when we're in our heart. So they're, they're awesome lie detectors. Yeah, love that. I think it's super common just as a human to lie to yourself. I think sometimes uh, part of that's just keeping it all together so that I can keep going. Because uh, if mm -hmm. I stop to just look at all the crap that I've accumulated, it's, you know, that's not very productive in the, in the world of like, let's keep going. But I think, but I think to, to keep going, we have to lie to ourselves that this other stuff hasn't happened or isn't happening. Oh yeah. It serves a purpose. I mean, and that's part of what we honor. I mean, we honor that you have to keep your pose. You have to, especially for, for, for example, when I go on a call, when someone is dying, um, my husband said it the best, he's just learning how to be an EMT. He's in student, he's in a student mode right now. And he's like, why do you guys laugh after somebody had just died outside of the ER? And I said, it's, it sounds bad, but we have to, you have to, that serves a purpose. You have to have that facade about yourself and you have to put that up at that time to serve that purpose. So it does serve a purpose, but the part that we don't realize is that that's building up on our heart because we're human for God's sake, right? We're all human. And so in order to take care of that, so I can take I can do CPR on the next guy and still hold my pose. I have to take care of myself at some point. Yeah. I love that perspective, right? Cause it's, I, um, I'm all about healing and, and getting better as a person, but I, there's part of me that feels um, called or drawn to my work. Like there's some, there's a purpose for my work. And so when I think about um, clearing things away and having a session uh, with you, for example, like a Gestalt coach, that, that it helps me do my job better feels good to me. Like that this is helping me be a, do my calling better, right. keeping me in the game and not burning out. Actually, I'm like, oh, okay, I'll do that. I'll do that. If this is about me healing myself so that I can go off in the woods and whatever, I don't know. But if this is about me being able to do my calling better, okay, I'll do that. Right. right. And I see I'm, all, I'm up against that right now in our department. I have a firefighter slash used to be a, a police officer that is really holding back on coming to me and his girlfriend is pushing hard to get him up here and he's like I'm fine I don't need to talk about that right and some of the recent happenings with um police officers we we had a police officer shoot somebody mm -hmm. and he knew that person he had pulled that person over previously and he's like no I'm fine but he reacted really strongly to it mm -hmm. and so I think it's interesting that someone I for 15 or 20 years is afraid to come here because I'm a firefighter. I'm, I'm the cop. Like, I don't, I'm fine. I don't need help. So, and he doesn't need help. What right. he needs is to get that shit off his shoulders. Right. Otherwise, the next call he goes on, say he goes in a fire to help someone and he has a flashback, he might not be able to help that person. Right. It's really yeah. important to, to be able to help that person to take care of what we got going on first. Yeah, it's so good. I, I, I think that's part of the problem in the world of um, counseling and healing and uh, stuff is that it, I don't want to say it looks down on people, but there's this thing that says like, 
well, I feel like you're saying I'm not okay. And, right. and so it sort of like um, diminishes the person on the receiving end of the, the work, the counseling, the whatever. And I just love that um, this type of work honors who you are, your life experience. There's nothing here for me to tell you. You're going to find your own answers. But, but at least then you can come into the experience going like, but like anybody that would, I don't think any caretaker would come in and say, I know it all. Right. I think caretakers are super humble and, and super into reality about things. They would never say, I know it all. Right. I feel like the horses know it all. I'm going to be. <laughs> there you go. Right. They, they never cease to amaze me. Um, yeah. For instance, I had a group of DHHS come out, like probably mm -hmm. 50 people, and they all sat around the round pen. And my husband lets my horse in the round pen, and he lays down like he was dying. And I'm like, and now I know what he was doing. Well, what he was doing is a grief piece. Someone, mm -hmm. someone died, but nobody had said anything yet. I was just telling them, this is my name. This is my business. This is what we do. And Sure enough, the first volunteer, I said, you know, volunteer, come up, whoever wants to show people how to do this. And she came up and sat down across from me and she had lost her sister. Mm. I was like, well, I knew that. I mean, I didn't tell her that. But the horse, the horses, no, I don't know. But they darn sure know. He laid down right away because he knew that someone had lost someone. And so we worked her through her grief piece and, um, and she felt a little lighter after that. Right. So I just know. Yeah. It's not my place to judge. Yeah. I, I love this kind of work. I think people, um, it honors people for their life experiences, um, doesn't talk down to anybody, um, and it gives them space, their own space to find their own answers. Um, do you, the kind of work you do is that you mentioned the group came out. Do you, you also do one-on-one -on -one work? Yep. So I do, I do a lot of one-on-one. -on -one. So one person just comes out privately by themselves. Mm -hmm. um, I also do some couples so that the two, the man and the woman or whatever will come out. Mm -hmm. um, can do groups families um, are really fun to get family dynamics figured out um, teenagers are also something I do and I absolutely love I used to work at the boys and girls home so I love working with teenagers when people have problems with them and I have a huge success rate actually with getting them back on board with their parents and their parents on board mm. with them cool. so so yeah. we can do groups. Um, also, some we do some groups that are like de-stressing groups. So for women in general, because sometimes we tend mm -hmm. to take care of our kids and, we, and our husbands and our mm -hmm. homes and our families, mm -hmm. and, and we don't take care of ourselves. So I do some of those groups as well every week that, that wow. will just come and relax. And it's like going to the spa, only it's for mental health instead of your physical health. Right. Yeah, I love that. Ah, oh, so good. If people want to reach out to you and learn more about the work you do or connect with you for a session, how do people find you? Okay, so our company is called Embracing Life Through Horses. Mm -hmm. So embracinglifethroughhorses.com or you can find us on Facebook. My number is 308-870-3159. And again, we're in central Nebraska. Awesome. Casey, thanks so much for your time today and sharing your important work. I love that you get to help uh, caretakers uh, take care of even more people as they move through their stuff. Thank you so much. Thanks, Chris.